Hola, welcome back to Voice Memos. I'm your host, Angela George, and in this episode, I want to circle back to some of the things I've mentioned in previous episodes about reading. I've been working on my manuscript, and I've mentioned that as well, so I want to do a deep dive on all things book-related. Young adulthood is when many rediscover their love of books, and I want to share what reading has meant for me over the last year and going into 2024. I also want to preview what I aim to accomplish with my manuscript, as well as explore the crazy world that is book talk. So grab your tea or your emotional support water bottle and let's get into it. So reading again, I feel like a lot of us take a big break from reading for pleasure because of the demand of college courses and the assigned readings that go along with those or just like the busyness of young adult life there are a lot of people we want to see and things we want to do and reading kind of gets put to the side but now is probably the best time to rediscover reading because there is a whole new genre that you can relate to like the new adult fiction genre That is just specifically niche for post-grad. And so there's so many great stories coming out in that genre. And then it's really great for building community. And one of the ways that kind of got me back into reading was the gamification of reading. I feel like digital books and audiobook apps have been really amazing at getting people into reading just because you can see your progress on the book and how far or how long it would take to get to the end of the next chapter. Oftentimes it will give you even like a minute estimate, which is a little bit sad that our lives are scheduled down to the minute these days, but it also means that you can schedule in your reading just like anything else. On top of that, apps like Goodreads have kind of resurfaced as not only a way of building community online, but also creating a challenge for yourself and In a previous episode, I've talked about how your goals need to be actionable and Goodreads is a great way of voicing that action of I want to read X amount of books. And then not only that, but having that accountability built in where everyone following you on Goodreads can see your updates to that challenge. Don't be intimidated by that. Take it in stride. Be proud of how many books you're reading and share it. So I've been loving Goodreads for that element of the challenge and the social aspect of it where I can I can snoop on like what other people are reading. So let's be mutuals on Goodreads, goodreads.com slash Angela George. I love snooping on what other people are reading to get inspo for my book backlog. And I hope that you'll do the same with my list. Um, so let's like continue sharing what those good books out there are and give each other a follow. Some of the books that I'm looking forward to reading this year, and some are already in my audiobook queue. Um, It's kind of crazy. I put holds on a couple different popular books, and they all came in at once, and I didn't want to wait for them again, so I just checked them all out, and now I'm like rushing through. So A Court of Thorns and Roses. I'm still giving Romanticy a try, and we'll get into that later in this episode. Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow, which is fiction that's in my queue right now to read. I've heard amazing things about it. 
Um, you'll have to wait until my next book review to see if I liked it, but that's on my list. And then the other thing in my queue currently is The Woman in Cabin 10, which is a thriller. And it came out a while ago, but I've heard good things about that one too. And I just am a sucker for a page turner. So, and you'll kind of notice like I tend to branch out on a lot of genres and I credit that a lot to my book club. They've really gotten me out of my comfort zone. I was kind of stuck in romance for a long time and I am a huge romantic. I love reading romance, but it is so healthy to read other genres and take a break from romance. The stakes are just not the same in a romance novel versus maybe like a realistic fiction novel or a thriller even like just getting different perspectives is really healthy. And so I want to go back to that thread that I've been mentioning a few times, uh, reading for community and finding community through reading. Book Club has been so transformational for me this last year. And I have been attending my local book club for about a year now. And I can safely say because of that, I am fully back into reading. I would say it's one of my hobbies. And I feel like book clubs sometimes get a bad reputation because people are like, oh, like, don't you just go there to drink wine and socialize? Like, does anyone even read the book? Spoiler, this book club does. And we drink wine and socialize. So it's it's the best of both worlds. And is it so bad if a book club doesn't really read the book either? Like, what's wrong with women getting together and socializing? Isn't that what people do in general around a whole slew of things? Like, I don't know why it's so bad to me under the guise of reading a book. Love book club. Love reading the books for book club and love socializing with the women there. And then, like I said before, it's really helped me branch out in my genres because we like to bounce around too. I mean, I wouldn't say it feels like homework, but sometimes it's good to have a book to struggle through because you can see like the rating on Goodreads. Other people are recommending it to you and you're like, why am I not getting into this? Why is it so hard for me to get through this book? And so it's just a great moment of self-reflection to like struggle through. And then maybe eventually you get past that first one third of the book or something that's just kind of dry and you get into the meat of the story and all of a sudden you're invested and you're excited to find out what happens. And that's when it's like this huge moment and maybe it becomes one of your favorite books. So you just never know what happens once you expand out of your safety genre and try something new, struggle through something that you don't really like you might just find your next favorite book. So I've really loved challenging myself to try new things. Like historical fiction, I really have a hard time with, especially if it's not a female character as the narrator. And this last book that I'm reading for book club, it's called Horse by Geraldine Brooks. She's a Pulitzer Prize winner. So I'm like, I have to trust this author. I have to trust the process. This is a good book. And It doesn't have to have a woman tell the story for me to appreciate that this is a good book. And once I got past that initial hump, I just started eating it up. Progress I've made on this book over the past just couple days has been crazy. And I think I'll probably finish it today or tomorrow because I'm just flying through at this point. So it really just helps you expand your mindset to read something that's a little bit challenging and out of your comfort zone. 
not only that, the last thing I'll say on book club is it's just great to have something on your calendar to look forward to. I'm definitely an extrovert and I live by myself and I have a boyfriend and he's great. But I think a lot of people can relate to how hard it is to find time for friends. And it even can feel like a chore sometimes to like coordinate calendars and find a rendezvous point, find a time, find a day of the week. It just becomes this huge list of to-dos. It's not it's not easy anymore. Like you're not just living in the same dorm and meeting up to study. Like it is this huge process to just meet up with a friend. And then on top of that, once you get to that location, maybe you have to pay for parking and you have to buy a drink. And so it's like maybe a $30 endeavor plus all the time just to see somebody that you like genuinely care about. That's why I really look forward to book club too. It's a free activity. There's a lot of people there to socialize with. There's good snacks. There's good drinks, good books. And it's just a good time. It's a good time. And I look forward to it every month. Shout out Twin City Book Babes. One last thing I want to say about branching out with your reading before moving on to book talk drama is sometimes it's important to branch out into tough topics. And for a long time, like I said, I was into romance. I liked my fluffy books. And I say them they're fluffy with pride. Like I genuinely love romance novels. But while at the same time, like you can use books and reading as a form of self-care and as a way to recharge. At the same time, you need to see books as a way to grow your mind and grow your perspectives. So not every book needs to fall into that self-care category. Sometimes it's okay to read a tough topic and take your time with it, really process it and really grow from it. For example, I just finished American Dirt by Janine Cummings. And it's about a mother and a son on the run from violence in their home in Mexico, seeking safety across the border. And I mean, from that one sentence alone, you know it's going to be a rough read. And there were a lot of really difficult scenes that were hard to listen to. I did the audiobook. And they were really hard to listen to. But after I was done reading it, I felt, one, heartbroken. But two, just it gave me another like reminder of like real things that are happening in the world. And it, it's just so crazy to me, like how a fiction book can be so real. And obviously like, well, the characters in this book and their story wasn't a true story. Like at the same time, it is true for so many people. They go through that exact experience and then maybe they don't have the happy ending or just maybe they never share their story with anybody. So I just really admire when a fiction book gives voice to something that is often just kind of glanced over. I was just listening to uh, Radio Lab, and they brought back an older series about immigration on the border. And those were real stories, and they sounded exactly the same. And they talked about how hard it is to count how many lives are lost in that border crossing and how many bodies are in the desert. It's really hard to put a number on that, but it is possible to give a story to that and to tell that story. So if you can't tell, five-star review, definitely read American Dirt and just read those tough topics because it really grows your mindset 
and nourishes the soul in a way that reading like a romance novel, it can recharge you, but it won't necessarily nourish you long term. So it's a balance reading for self-care and reading for nourishment. On to book talk and the hot topic that has taken the conversation over for a while. I wanted to address this because I just did a book review on Fourth Wing, and you can find that on my website, AngelaGeorge.com. And Fourth Wing was my first romanticy novel. I did love the series for what it is. It is very entertaining if you kind of miss that nostalgia of like the Hunger Games and Divergent series, but you kind of outgrown those. Fourth Wing would be a great alternative to that. But what Fourth Wing really represents is the hyper-consumerism of books and the side effects of that on the publishing process. And that's what I couldn't get all the way into on my review of Fourth Wing. Obviously, I was trying to review the book, not what it represents and the greater context of capitalism. But it is just a very interesting case study in what happens when an industry starts following the pressures of social media because Fourth Wing became very hyped up on social media to the point where they rushed publishing the second novel only like a few months later. I think Fourth Wing came out in the spring of 2023 and then Iron Flame, book two of the series, came out in November. And so that's not a lot of time between publishing book one and publishing book two. Even if the author was done with the first draft a long time ago, of fourth wing and the publishing process does take a long time. I am about to get into it with my book. The publishing process can take a year or two after you've written the first book. So I don't doubt that Rebecca Yaros had a draft of Iron Flame like ready a lot longer than between spring and November. Like she wasn't writing in the gap between publishing fourth wing and publishing Iron Flame. She was writing long before fourth wing was published i hope although some would say maybe not after reading it and disliking the editing style and the writing style there are a lot of haters out there but what happened even beyond like that timeline is just like the publishing timeline which isn't even really in the author's control like there were limited editions released with sloppy misprints like missing chapters, chapters upside down, maps upside down, just the quality itself of the books. Like they had this like big hype about the spray edges and people weren't very happy with the end product of that. Maybe it could have evolved into this cornerstone series, kind of like Hunger Games, except that it's clouded by all of this hyper consumerism surrounding the book. And book talk, just the culture of it itself is really pressuring people to buy, buy, buy. I think I see more videos of people's bookshelves than people actually reviewing books. And and that's just not realistic. I am not trying to spend $20 every time I want to read a book. I love my library. I love getting free copies of books. I love borrowing from friends because... It's just not realistic to buy every book. And then on top of that, I've already mentioned I love audiobooks and I love those digital books. And nobody's glamorizing that part of it because 
it costs more money to buy the real book. They're going to push buying that physical copy. And I don't know if the margins are bigger one way or the other, but it is just really scary to see the direction books and publishing are going in this late stage of capitalism. Kind of feels like a spiral into chaos. And then to throw more moral ambiguity into the whole case is Goodreads, the center of book community online, is backed by Amazon. So even though it doesn't feel like I feel pressured to buy a bunch of books on that platform, or that's where it's heading because Amazon's not just hosting Goodreads for free. Like they're making money off of it somehow. And if they're not making money off of it yet, then they will in the future. And so I've been looking into alternative apps that aren't so morally ambiguous, but I haven't found a good alternative for Goodreads yet. And I really do love like the community that I've already built on there. So I don't know. We'll see. That's my little piece on all the drama surrounding Fourth Wing. And if you're interested in reading a more detailed review of how I actually thought the books were, head to my blog you can see all the tea there. Okay, and so the last piece of book updates that I want to get into is on my manuscript. I'm still very early in the journey to becoming an author, a published author. I just finished my first draft during NaNoWriMo in November of 2023. I mean, that's a huge milestone in itself, but now I'm deep into the edits, currently working on draft two, Thank God nobody read draft one because there were so many typos, but I do, I still really love the story that I've crafted. And so what it's called is Busqueda de Alma slash Soul Searching. It's a working title, so hopefully it doesn't change, but I am always open to the advice of professionals. So we'll see. But Busqueda de Alma, the genre is new adult romance. And this one is definitely for the Swifties, the No Sabo Kids. And the romantics that believe love could be just around the corner. I'll read the synopsis to you. So Alma is graduating from college. And for once in her life, she's unsure of what she'll do next. She has always been the girl with a full calendar, three jobs, 10 pending deadlines, and backup plans B through F. However, with graduation looming in just a few weeks and no job lined up, it looks like she will be moving back in with her parents. Feeling like her life is spiraling completely out of her control, she decides to put her faith in the universe that everything will work out. You know what they say, a falta de pan, tortillas. Or is that what they really say? Between pushing pastries at her day job and crafting cocktails on the weekends, Alma starts to wonder if she will ever figure out what she is truly meant to do in life. One summer day, while trying to decipher which Taylor Swift lyric will give her the answers she's been looking for, She finds herself catching the gaze of a familiar pair of clear blue eyes. Hesitant to start something new in such a confusing time in her life, Alma finds herself in a new relationship unlike anything she's experienced before. Of course she's still working on herself. Of course she's still going to therapy and career coaching and Zumba. But there is no reason she can't work on herself while also falling head over heels for the guy who was supposed to be just a summer fling, right? So like I said... I'm now working on draft two and a funny thing that will happen is I'll be like deep into the edits and then suddenly I'll be like, oh my gosh, what happens next? And I'm like just eating it up, even though it's like what I wrote. So (laughs) 
I know I definitely have the right demographic here. Anyone that's like me is going to love this book. And I'm really happy with the direction that I'm going in. But there's just a lot of steps from here until publishing and finding it on like the shelf in Target. So so if you're listening to this and you're looking for a book like that and you're a publisher, please let me know. But other than that, I will be updating you guys on how it's going and kind of when I start sending out query letters, what that process is like. I'm just discovering it as I go. If you have any tips, definitely leave them in the comments on the podcast or on the Instagram. But yeah, uh, that's the episode this week. I'll just shout out to follow Vos Memos on Instagram and TikTok. And like I said before, any of those book reviews, I have a lot of book reviews. Just go to my blog, AngelaGeorge.com for those. Stay tuned for the next episode. Bye.